0: Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, brought to you by the great folks over at HypeBot.com. Hey, Thank Bruce. you for everything, Bruce, and everybody else over there at HypeBot, for everything you do to support the podcast, support Jay and myself, and the music community in general. Everybody, Appreciate check it. out HypeBot. Um, so Jay, we're flying solo this week. I do think we've got a guest coming in next week, and and as always you know and i've talked to a number of people who over the years love the fact that the podcast is sort of like driven off of our real experiences things we've done things right. that worked didn't work hiccups road bumps the whole thing i mean we're sharing the real stuff with you not just wow it's a great th- it's a great concept but we've never executed on that concept yeah.
1: That's right. Victories, defeats, all of that stuff. But it also, remember how it started was you and I just talking on the phone just over coffee. And after a couple of calls, you were like, why don't you just come on the podcast and talk? And, you know, we just, it's kind of our coffee talk kind of uh, taken to another level. Well,
0: you know, and to that extent, we we always have those conversations where it's like, Jay, can you believe this? (laughs) Jay, do you know where this, I can find this? Right. So you know where I right. can get and the that. And same with me. And right. same with you. So, so we just like, well, let's remove the names and let's record this, and hopefully yeah. somebody can learn from it. So, yeah. this week, um, and th- and this is a a concept that you know we're going to apply it to bands, music, artists, but really this applies to any business. Yeah. Um, it's the concept of it's very difficult. To move forward, to make decisions, to accomplish anything when you want to do everything by committee. And and what I mean by that is, um, I'll just use an example. You've got five people in your band, and maybe you've got a manager, or maybe you've got somebody who's a pseudo-manager who's helping you out, and you hire somebody to do something for you and when you want to discuss what's being done results questions issues whatever needs to happen you somebody always insists on well we've got to get all the band members on this phone call we got to get the manager on this phone call we got to get the booking agent on the phone call pr pr on the and all of a sudden you've got a committee mm-hmm. and that committee and i've sat in business meetings where i'm just like why am i even here the discussion that's going on and after two hours you walk out going we didn't answer the question we didn't solve the issue nothing got resolved it was like okay well so and so will go look at it and come back and report to everybody the the concept of having everybody in every meeting every email trail is is It defeats (laughs) success. It really does.
1: It really does. And look, I think that you definitely need a street team. You definitely need to have believers. You definitely have, you know, you want the band, let's say it's a band and not an artist, you want everybody to have a say so in that. But you can't get five people to agree on where to go to lunch no let alone on something important so you know you and i have talked about this before you know when you're first starting out you may not have a manager you may not have a pr agent you kind of surround yourself with your street team with people that you trust and that believe in you and and you grow but even at that level everybody is not created equal and everybody can't have the equal say and, and we can give examples, and we will, but one of the things this leads to, and I'm sure you've seen this, is this um, tendency to get on a call. Let's get on a call. And you do it over and over, and sometimes it's like Groundhog's Day. You have the same call oh, over God. and over. So many and, times I've seen it. My business partner, Jeff, and I sometimes will get a request for a call. We've already had that call. We've been through everything. We, 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 not, we
0: agreed upon a solution. Why are yeah, we discussing this? And a direction. And a direction. You know,
1: let's, let's go. So let's talk about some real-world examples. Well, of, well
0: what, what, what I wanted to add is, so as opposed to that, and let, we'll get into some real-world sure. examples. So as opposed to everybody being on the call, you need to pick a project manager, a team leader, a spokesperson. And and what that person's role is, it's the person who speaks on behalf of the band, reports back to the band, gets the band's input, does all the discussion and the punching and whatever needs to happen to come to an agreement. That happens behind the scenes. So when that next phone call happens between a marketing person or a radio person or a PR person. It's the project lead and that team member having the call. Two people focused on their specific needs, requirements, problems, and they work it out. And, and again, if there's a question, the project manager goes back to the artist team and asks the appropriate people asks maybe it's like, well, this doesn't involve the booking agent, so I'm not even going to CC the booking agent on this. Um, you know, maybe it's not including a certain band member or band members because they've agreed up front they don't care about that stuff. you know they don't want to be involved in that. So that project manager's role is to get the appropriate answers input from the people who need to give it and they yeah. report back. Yeah. A- and 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 that's how you're going to get things resolved. That's how you're going to get answers. That's how you're going to have efficient meetings. And that's how you're going to move forward so you don't keep spinning your wheels week after week going, "Well, okay. Yeah. Who's fixing this? Well, let me go back and talk to the team about it." <laughs> right. I right. thought you were doing it. No, you were doing it. No, you were, you know, that's what right. happens when you have a committee.
1: Yeah, and I think you can start out on the right track. I mean, and what I mean by that is I have two clients that are two groups of people. Um, It's, you know, the band's management, it's PR, it's kind of grassroots marketing, it's digital, it's the band, it's uh, even the road manager. And these two teams are so powerful because they get together fairly regularly and discuss, okay, what are our plans for the next three months, six months, nine months, and so on? Put together a plan, and then you move forward. But once you've got that plan, you don't need to keep having that meeting over and over and over again. To your point, what you do is you have one person who's basically the project lead, project manager. yeah and and that could be sometimes it's actually a band member sometimes it's the manager sometimes it's uh, an outside consultant
0: an assistant it, it, yeah. yeah somebody yeah, it doesn't matter who person. it is but it's yeah. one person yeah.
1: And they go back and when you have these issues, once you've kind of got your plan in place and everybody's kind of agreed to the direction and the release schedule or whatever you're working on, then instead of having these committee calls where everybody chimes in, because some of these people are going to have a great deal of expertise and input and some aren't. And some people feel like when they're on a call that they have to contribute to show that they're... Show their worth. Yeah, and that just muddies the waters.
0: Yeah, it, it, exactly. You know, at, you know your your example about like having tour managers—that's a valuable <laughs> role to have in there to make the plan. But I've worked with clients in the past where, you know, after that whole plan is launched and the tour is under the way, all of a sudden the tour manager is emailing, going, "Hey, we need you to post this stuff on social media for us," and I'm like, w- w- "Wait." what is the tour manager emailing that for? That needs to come from a, we've always agreed that comes from manager or manager's assistant. And and that person, if there is a question, can sit here and go, oh, well, that's a question the tour manager can address. I will ask the tour manager. I don't need to waste the time of six other people with a question that only one person needs to address. So it, 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 it is a matter of trying to build your team, build a structure um, that's efficient and allows mm. you to get work done. Because I can tell you firsthand when when you have these committees, you spin your wheels, sometimes for weeks waiting yeah. for responses. Wait, It just keeps going back and forth until somebody's like, that's it enough. You know, (laughs) this has to stop. I'm taking charge. I'm cutting the fat out of this. I only need to talk to you.
1: Yeah. One of the strengths of having kind of that lead that you're talking about, you've got this hub to this wheel and the communication is so important. You'll find that in, in business and in life, you know, the way that things break down sometimes is over poor communication. So Let's let's take this example of a team. If you've got one person who's designated that project lead, they can make sure that everybody's on the same page. The problem when, like you described, if somebody is running off maybe doing something that's out of their realm, they may or may not be communicating to the rest of the team what's going on. And once that starts, once you get people who are in the dark, they get feelings hurt, there's you know resentment or just poor execution. When, you're, when you want to succeed, you know, it's the old line, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. And it's so true because you really need that communication and having one central person to do that will facilitate yeah, that. Yeah, you
0: know, just as a lack of communication um, will derail a project, too much communication can do the exact same thing. Because, again, six people have been emailed and there was no clear who's addressing this and you know a week later everybody's going well was the artist answering this was the manager answering this did the marketing person address this and yeah. you know now you circle back and you have that meeting going how come nobody answered this yeah yeah it, it, let's it's, get
1: on another call
0: yeah exactly well let's get on let's let's set a conference call and let's resolve this it's like no you you understand the conference call is the problem. Yeah. You don't if you need to have conference calls you should, but I've been around too many businesses and and teams where they're just like we're just going to have a conference call every week for mm-hmm. eight people and you're sort of like but what is the purpose of that conference call? Well, I don't know, we'll just have something to talk about. Yeah. Really? And
1: some people can do it. I mean, some people can pull it off, but the ones that pull it off, and I'm sure you've seen this, they have a clear cut agenda and they have clear cut roles, what everybody's roles and responsibilities are. You
0: come in and report, you report, you report. Plus, there's enough activity going on to warrant a weekly call. There's a lot of times where people are just, you know, there's just not enough happening in your career to warrant. A call every week yeah. with six Sometimes people.
1: it's job justification. You've been on those calls where you have these calls with a lot of people and you take up an hour of your day or longer. And it's just so people can kind of show that they're doing their job.
0: They're wor- Again, they're, they're, they're worth. They're trying to keep some job security. And, you know, as a band, as a musician, your job is to assemble the team you need when you need it. Mm-hmm. And, and you need to be able to sit here and say, well, I don't need this part of the team for the next three months and let that go. I don't need radio promotion now. So why is a radio promoter involved? We're not yeah. touring for the next 12 months. I don't need a booking agent around. And, and you know, you've got, as the, as the artist, at the end of the day, you're responsible for everything. Yeah. No matter who you hire, it's your name your name on on the cd on the vinyl it's your name on the website it's your name that gets associated with any success or failures yeah so you have to step up and make sure the team is is operating in a way to support you so you have nothing but successes
1: yeah, and there's ways of doing it, um, and I'm sure you've seen some of these too, where you, you don't have to do anything the same way that everybody else is. For example, I'm on this weekly call, and I, it's a conference call, and there's a bunch of people on it, you know, like 30 people on it. But at the beginning, they talk about some things that apply to the whole group. Then there are people from the call that drop off. Then they talk about some other things that are appropriate for the remaining people. And then like half of them drop off. And then the last part is just pertaining to the three people that are left. And all this stuff doesn't pertain to these other people because so many times we get on these calls. And how many times have you been on a call where you're on a 90-minute call and your portion is 20, 30 seconds, but yet you have to sit through things that maybe aren't even relevant to you or... Um, don't matter to you because that kind of stuff kind of happens, should happen in the beginning when you do planning and have planning calls and those kinds of meetings. But the ongoing kind of calls, not everybody has to be on all those calls.
0: you you're, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, I remember you've shared stories where you've been on calls where the manager is in the call. And you're like, I'm not quite sure why the manager's in this call, because they show no interest. They sidetrack the the, the phone calls by going into these other discussions that have nothing right. to do with the project we're even meeting about. Right. And, and and somebody eventually has to go, Stop, stop. Time out. Let's get back onto our topic. And if there's nothing else, if there's nothing else to talk about and the meeting is done in five minutes, Let's dismiss the meeting. We don't that need That is to, a good point. That we don't need Most to keep, people yeah. don't
1: do that, Michael. Most people go, okay, we've got 30 minutes or an hour, whatever it is for this meeting. If I don't go until the very end, then, you know, uh, my boss is not going to think I'm doing my job. But to your point, I've been on some really great calls where after about 15 minutes, they're like, okay, everybody on the same page? We're good. Okay. We got our marching orders. All right. You guys have a great day. Boom. Right. And you're gone. I used to be in this one meeting when I was at Universal that I really loved because it was a stand-up meeting. You weren't allowed to sit down. So you walk into this executive's office. We're all standing around this little table. There's like six of us there. And it's like, all right. What's going on with international? What's going on with PR? Jay, what's going on with you? And you, they kind of go, it's a 15-minute meeting. They don't want – he didn't want you getting you comfortable and sitting the, down.
0: Exactly. You cut all the fat out. You make people pay attention. You make people stay alert. Yeah. You, you know – Part of me is always, you know, there's there's a toss-up when you go into a meeting and you see they've got a food spread. You're like, oh, free food, but at the same time, you're like, oh crap, that means I'm going to be be in here a while. Three hours, I'm going to be here. And why am I here going to be – why am I going to be here for three hours?
1: Well, first of all, a meeting – I don't think a meeting should ever go longer than an hour. I've been on three-hour meetings many times. After that first hour, the productivity starts to drop. People's mind starts to wander. They start getting on their phones or their laptops or they just drift off. That's way too – if you have to have a meeting that's three hours long, you might want to break that up and rethink it.
0: You've got too many – topics in one big meeting you know again and if it's a meeting where it's like an all hands show up you're just like holy crap so now we're going to sit through 45 minutes talking about the booking agent and his issues legitimate (laughs) problems but maybe that should be a smaller meeting just on that you don't need your web developer sitting through a meeting talking about booking agents
1: Well, let's talk about roles and responsibilities, because you you and I have talked about a couple of these examples. There are definite roles and responsibilities for your team. And I think by having a project lead, um, they can keep people kind of in their lanes. Now, that's not to say that people don't have good ideas. That's great. But you don't want to derail a call or extend a call or start an email chain with somebody who's kind of out of their lane so to speak and that can really be a problem when you get somebody who you know is not focused on the area they're supposed to be focused on but kind of lights up these uh tasks with other people and then those questions have babies you know like somebody goes well have we thought of this and then next thing comes back have you thought of that and holy cow
0: it's funny At, at at the last company i worked for We had this notorious problem, and we called it shoulder taps, where the owner of the company, we'd have these meetings, and it's like, okay, we've defined this is what our marketing agenda is going to be for the next month, go off, we're executing on this. And then not even me who was the marketing director, but one of my reports who just executes on stuff is sitting there creating some graphics and the owner walks by stops at their cubicle taps him on the shoulder you know i'm looking at what you're doing right now it would you know maybe we should try blue instead of black you know i kind of like this phrase instead of that phrase and and that shoulder tap <laughs> derails everything because first of all it's Hasn't gone through the chain of command, so you've got this subordinate who gets this request from the owner. And and listen, when a re- an owner comes up and tells some hourly employee do this, what is that person going to do? We're going to do I'm it. I'm changing everything, and I'm the owner told me to do this. And then when it comes time to deliver, and that was different than the plan, and I'm sitting here going, where did that come from? Oh. Well, the boss told me to do this. Well, he didn't tell me, and we didn't adjust this. We literally got to the point where, in the executive team, we laid down a law that said no shoulder taps are allowed by anybody. And if any, awesome. and, and you can tell all of your employees if they get a shoulder tap, they must immediately go tell their boss, their superior, what happened and then we will decide what has to happen with that shoulder tap because shoulder taps derail so much work it might be a great and valid idea but not the way it was delivered and presented you you're stopping a workflow because somebody had this great idea and and sometimes it's not even the boss sometimes it's somebody from another department walks by hey I got this great idea. Why don't we do blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. And yeah. all of a sudden, everything's been changed. Yeah. And now, yeah. guess what? The original project gets delayed. You're creating more work. So that that concept of a shoulder tap, somebody's just comments and ideas, you need to control that stuff. Yeah. You need to take all yeah. those shoulder taps and throw them into a document of possible ideas. That at some point, the bigger team reviews all these shoulder taps and says, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. Hey, that's good. No, yeah. no, no. Who said that? No. You know, yeah. it, it. you've got to manage that type of stuff.
1: Yeah, it comes back to what we were talking about at the very beginning. And that is, it's so crucial to have, you know, to designate um, kind of a project lead, however you want to call that. Because at some point if you want to be efficient and productive, you really need to have somebody say what you just said, which is no, we're we're not gonna do that. I don't wanna hurt anybody's feelings, but no, we're gonna keep going down this path. Because the more sometimes the more input you get, to your point, it will drag the project down. And it'll just slow things down, and you'll miss deadlines. It's great that you ha- to have input. It's great to have a team, but at the end of the day, you need someone who's going to keep things moving and make the executive decision and say, "No, we're not going to do and,
0: that." And and listen, you know that concept of shoulder tap. Actually, as 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 I was talking about it, really applies in music. I've worked with so many people. I've had it happen to me where a whole <clears throat> decision has been made management's bought in, everybody's bought in and there's a goal and then all of a sudden the lead singer sends an email to somebody it says, I'd like mm-hmm. to do this. Yeah. Right turn. And and listen, you know, I've had those. I've had, I worked with Kiss. I've had those emails from Gene Simmons where it's like, uh, I'd like to see this. Can we do this? And And I'm like, thinking to myself well that's completely different than what my boss the band's manager has said so now it's like i got to go back and go all right i'm checking with doc mcgee to see if this is something we should be doing well you just
1: took your own advice you you got a shoulder tap yeah and you went to the boss
0: because if you don't if you don't do that again it's it's very intimidating if you're just a team member who's contracted, basically paid by the artist, and the artist sends you an email or a phone call and says, Hey, Jay, you know, I'd really like to change the album cover.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I, hey, Ace, yeah. Ace, yeah, of course, I'll change the album cover for you. Well, wait a second, that's not what the record label wanted to do, You've got to know
1: who the boss You've is, who that know, project lead it, is.
0: Exactly. So, and, and that happens a lot with artists. And, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that in a bad way about artists, but they've all got opinions. You know, I want my guitars louder than the lead vocals. I want my lead vocals louder than the bass. I want more drums. You know, that's mm-hmm. the producer's role is to balance all that out. Yeah. And and as a team, you need that producer project manager who takes all that input and says no, this is why we're doing this. This is the direction we're going. We can't change for these reasons now.
1: Right. And I do get those notes and calls and all the time from artists. And sometimes you have to be careful because when an artist sends you a note directly, you know, you got to make sure that you go through that uh, level of command, right? Because um, it can derail things and you have to be very direct with them and say... You know, I hear what you're saying, but this needs to go through this person um, because it certainly can slow things down.
0: It can definitely slow things. I mean, it can can add days and weeks to a project. If it gets sidetracked, something is created, and then when it's delivered, people go, well, that's not what we agreed upon. Now we're under the deadline to redo all of this work. Yeah. Maybe it delays an album release, it delays a press release because somebody decided to input their own agenda into the copy and didn't run it by the publicist. Um mm-hmm. you know, it's it happens. Yeah. It tra- It can get
1: you kicked off a team. It can get you kicked you know? off a
0: team, especially if if you just followed the orders of the artist. Yeah. And the manager finds out and the manager goes, no, you're supposed to come back to me with these things.
1: Right. Or the other band members go, well, wait a second. I, I didn't hear about this. And, you know, you can't take direction from everybody on that team. And it comes back to what we're talking about. If Let's say there's eight people on the team. First of all, that's way too much email, way too many phone calls, way too many conference calls. You know, if you have that project lead, now you've got somebody who can just say, you can go to them and say, hey, I got a shoulder tap you know, the guitar player really wants me to boost him in the mix or he wants his buddy to do the album cover or whatever it is, you don't have to be the bad guy. You, exactly. you let the the, the project it, it, lead do that. Part,
0: part of it is if you're an outside team member, it's covering your butt. Yeah. It You know, and, and again, as you have bands with multiple members, you have to be aware of that sort of thing because you don't want to piss off anybody
1: and yeah. you need to run Lose it through your job.
0: you want to run it through that project manager and let that project manager go discuss it however they need to maybe they come back and tell you do it that's fine but now you were given the direction by the project lead by the manager mm-hmm. not by the band member not by a band member's girlfriend yeah a you don't dad, want to perceive that wife, you're going behind somebody's you know, back a, or anything a, yeah a kid you would be surprised how this input comes in every once in a while. oh the mother s- sends an email saying boy i'd like to see a bigger photo it's like okay do i piss off the lead singer's mother <laughs> no, i don't you know you don't want to get into those situations
1: no and all the successful entities that i work with whether it's a label distribution band and management all the ones that are the finely oiled machine that really work well have that in common. They exact, have exactly. a project lead and they'll take the fall and that's where you, they're the center of that hub.
0: Yep, yep, and their job is to to report back your results to everybody, to disseminate those results out. It's not your job to call each individual person to give your weekly report. You give it to that one person and that person's job is disseminating the information yeah. out. Make their job good. is to get the information back to you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, That's good advice.
0: Get yourself a project manager. Please. please. And and again, it could just be somebody in the band. Pick one person who has the desire, the interest to to the skills. The skills, it it takes a lot of organizational skills.
1: Yeah, it sure does. You've got to be you got
0: to be adept at at all sorts of technology and communication and to-dos and all that type of stuff. You're you're juggling a lot.
1: It's not for everybody.
0: It's not for everybody. So, you know, get that person who can who can do it, whether it's the manager or a manager's assistant, the bass player. It doesn't matter. There's somebody in your world who likes that. Find that person. There Absolutely. you go. Music Biz cool. Weekly, another episode. Again, thank you to HypeBot.com. We'll see you guys next week.